Hi, I'm Gavin. And I'm Graham. And this is Clover and Haggis. So do you know, because we live in Glasgow now, that every time we describe the, the town, it's now called the Toon. The Toon? The Toon. So is that like Glasgow City Centre? It's a Glasgow City Centre, so you don't say that for Edinburgh. I've never heard Edinburgh be called the Toon. That's because Edinburgh people are too posh to say Toon. They'll be like, we're going up town. We're going, we're taking the Bentley. <laughs> I'm just going to take the spare Mercedes. Yeah, yeah. Edinburgh does have rougher places, but it's on the outskirts of it. Whereas Glasgow is very kind of like the top of this road is a bit rough and the bottom is great and yeah. posh. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that is pretty much how it goes. Although I've not had any trouble in Glasgow so far. And I did get mugged, well, nearly got mugged in Edinburgh like a year ago. Not even a year ago. This oh, year. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because I suppose we lived in kind of a mixed area. Yeah, it was definitely... Some parts were like middle class, some parts were lower class, I guess. That, I don't know if that's the yeah. best way to describe it, but yeah. It was. There was places that was like beautiful houses facing the high-rise kind of flats and stuff like that. So it was the same kind of idea. Yeah, I think that's the same everywhere, though. But when three 17-year-olds... I'm guessing they were 17. They looked about 17. Tried to rob you. That wasn't in Glasgow. That was in Edinburgh. That's true. Now, we've only been a week in Glasgow. <laughs> week, uh, two weeks? This'll be two weeks. Yeah, two weeks. So it's still got time. Give it some time. Oh, yeah. There's definitely areas in Glasgow I think we would avoid. Maybe like Stabsville, as it's been called. That's very true. I have a friend who told me about it when he was just like, oh, that's not that... I was saying about this area mm-hmm. that we were going to come back from town and we were told that that area is a bit stabby. And he was like, it's not stabby. He goes, oh, I did get bricked there one time. He's like, but it was my own fault. And I was just like, that doesn't make it any safer. It's like bricky or stabby. You know? I mean, I would rather be bricked and stabbed, I think. Maybe. It depends where the brick hit me. If it hit me in like the side, I'd be like, fine. If it hit me in the head, I think I'd be a bit more like... Please no. Oh, I think I'd start in a fight so I could build a house. I'm like, I'm at least in a conservatory. Just keep getting, do you get to keep the bricks after? I don't know. <laughs> I guess it's, it's pay and play, I guess. Yeah, I really hope somebody attacks me with some cement and four doors and a toilet cistern. <laughs> well, we need some glass as well for the window. Yeah, yeah. Some stained glass. <laughs> I mean, if you want to take one for the team and that's how you want to build a house, you feel yeah, free. Yeah, we'll just do it really slowly just by walking through that rough area and be like, oh, this is a bit bricky. <laughs> just, a, just a bit bricky. We're looking for some Venetian blood lines <laughs> roll them up and just shove them in me yeah yeah eight by ten eight by ten oh well you could no let's not even go there yeah let's not go there so our conversation for today is kinks slash fetishes yes what a good i like this subject it's so specific about sex but like we've got some good stuff to talk about we do yeah so first of all let, let's ask what's the difference between a kink and a fetish so the difference between them is a kink is an umbrella term that encompasses all sexual interests outside of like the normal sexual activity, but you don't actually need it to get off. So like something you're interested in, but not not the main thing that you're interested in. Yeah, whereas like a fetish is more something you fantasize about that you actually need to get sexual pleasure from. So, so it's like your dominant thing then, is it? Like, like your fetish is like your dominant, like if, you, if that's your main thing, like being a pup or being tied up. If you have to have that to come, then it's a fetish. And if you don't, it's a kink. Oh, that's interesting. That's the difference. See, I didn't know that until we yeah, done look. some research for the podcast, but there you go. Yeah, every day's a learning day. So, easy way to remember it. Kink is just something you're interested in. Fetish is something you need to get off. That's interesting. I do like that, actually. I hadn't thought about it in that way. So, for example, if I enjoyed being tied up to a lamppost and having hot mm-hmm. candle wax poured all over me while six men jacked off around me, if I didn't need that to get off, that would be a kink. But if I really needed that to get off, <laughs> that would be a fetish. Yeah. 
or Tuesday, just oh, depending. <laughs> I am neither going to confirm nor deny if that has ever happened. Yeah, and neither will the six men. None of them will say a word. Oh, they all signed NDAs. It's fine. They, can't, <laughs> they legally cannot discuss it. That's the level of fame you're going for. You're like, I want an NDA signed. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll get my personal assistant to go on like scruff for me and get people to sign an NDA before we can have sex. Yeah, They'd yeah. be like, who the fuck is this guy? Who yeah. is he? My final picture is an NDA that you need to print off, digitally sign and send back to me. <laughs> I think that's called an autograph. Yeah, yeah, that's true. <laughs> well, it'd be one of the six guys who's doing it. One of the six. The assistants. I wouldn't mind the assistants as long as they clean the fucking house. I'm fine with that. I mean, someone has to. And then somebody else who's like a financial slave who just comes up, gives you money, and you just kick them and they can leave. A living sex person who we pay and they clean, but we also get to have sex with them. Wait, isn't that we just pay. prostitution? Yeah, we pay. <laughs> I want to get paid. Oh, you want to be a findom? A financial dominator. Is that what that is? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I want to be a fin dumb. So that's when you get like a submissive person who gets off and come and, and gives you money. But it's not even really sexual past that. Sometimes it's just the fact that they're giving the money yeah. and that they just feel submissive, basically. Yeah, they just get dominated for money. It doesn't always have to be like fully sexual. Yeah, yeah. Or what's sexual to us is like the idea of an orgasm, but maybe sexual to them is getting degraded yeah i mean i would i would personally love one so if there are any financial submissive people out there and you want to pay me like hit me up yeah clover and haggis instagram hit us i I said hit me up oh yeah 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 i'll put you in contact with them (laughs) so do you know any unusual kinks have you have you ever had to do any i always ask people what their unusual kinks are and i've had a few really unusual ones one was a guy who wanted to have um tabasco sauce put up his ass Oh my God, that would burn. So yeah, I did ask him about it because I did, it was such an unusual one that I was just like, where did this come from? And he was like, his first sexual experience was like quite sore. You know, like your first time doing anal sometimes yeah. is a bit hair or miss. Like, and he said that the pain of that he remembered and it turned him on so much. That's the only way he could get off was to actually have that pain of Tabasco sauce burning your ass. Was Johnny Cash playing in the background? And burn, it burns. Burn, <laughs> burn, the burn, like a ring, ring of, of fire. fire. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like talk about ring sting. Yeah, Don't even yeah. like the next day after having like jalapenos. <laughs> Never meant getting directly inside. Uh. I wonder would you absorb some like calories that way? Like if you do mainly, you're like, I actually don't eat any of my food through my mouth. It's all through my asshole. I don't think that's the thing they're worried about, really. Yeah, in that that's moment. true. I don't really like, hmm, can this make me fat? <laughs> I respectfully declined, but I did, okay. I did think it was interesting that he was able to say it. You know, like, it's quite an unusual thing to be like, hey, have you ever tried sticking Tabasco sauce up someone's ass? Yeah, I, how would you broach that subject? I guess if you're on apps and stuff, people do ask you what you're into. No one's ever replied to me being like, Tabasco sauce? Yeah. <laughs> it's never been a, it's never been a thing. <laughs> All power to you, though. Yeah, if, you yeah. can, if you can take that... Good and for you. not the little shit, like the proper good stuff. <laughs> Here's a question though. How would it feel after it was inside and say you went to have anal yeah. with them? Would that not really sting your... Absolutely, your Your dick. Johnson. I don't know why I'm calling yeah. it Johnson. Your Johnson. <laughs> your pee-pee. Hello, Mr. Johnson. <laughs> would it, yes, would it really sting your pee-pee? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. Would really like, hurt. It's probably like where Jurex got that tingle loop from. <laughs> You're like, you know what? That burning sensation from Tabasco sauce. Let's go with that as an option. That tingle loop is the worst thing on the planet. Yeah. Like, that burns. That doesn't feel yeah. good. It's like putting toothpaste on the end of your belly. Not that I've ever done that. Do you know what? That guy probably makes sure that everyone fucking use it. Like, use it. He's like, I keep it. He can't even feel it. <laughs> He's like, tingle. I don't even feel it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, it burns too much. I can, I can do it. I've used it once and I was like, nope. So I definitely don't think I could have Tabasco sauce anywhere. Yeah. 
I know it'd be a really weird thing to have. It's like, oh, I have all my play toys. And it's like, did you remember the Tabasco sauce? And like, oh, fuck. <laughs> I mean, at least it's cheap. You can buy it from like any shop. Yeah, that's so true. You wouldn't have to go to a specific sex shop to pick up. You could just go to Tesco. Listen, everywhere's a sex shop. You just need to have a good imagination. <laughs> <laughs> Everything's a dildo if you have the courage. Yeah, yeah. In fairness, I've walked through um, like, like, pet stops and i'm like oh look that sex that dog toy could be used as a sex toy <laughs> we have bought puppy pads on occasion yeah that's true but that's just good for absorbing lube so you don't get it anywhere absolutely so there's a tip for you if you ever are doing anything that has lube puppy that's pads true. puppy pads they are cheap you don't have to buy one of those big black terp things you know the big black oh, sheets yeah. that you can the just stuff that up. covers your car <laughs> covers your car covers your carpet yeah although it's always a good idea to cover your, cover your carpet if you're using lube yeah, that's my biggest fear of this place is the fucking carpet. I look at it and kind of, it was the first thing I said when we looked at it and it was like, what do you think? And I was just like, the carpet could get so much lube in it. It could. <laughs> I did actually write through, uh, write down a few unusual kinks that I hadn't heard of before. Okay. I'm going to try and pronounce them, but this might not go well. He's going to say them terribly. <laughs> yes, I am. First one, we have hobophilia, which is fantasies about having sex with homeless people. Fantasies. Fantasies. <laughs> Fantasies, sorry, about having sex with homeless people. Well, they'd be a cheap date. You could just drop them anywhere home. Wow. No? Wow. So, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, technically true. But yeah, yeah. It's just me getting an Uber. <laughs> so is, I'll see you later. That is so mean. Yeah, yeah. It's a really strange one. So maybe okay. it's a bit of a savior complex as well. Maybe there's a bit of savior play in that well unless you're going to collect them afterwards and there's not really a savior complex because you're still kicking them out after sex yeah but maybe you look after them a bit first i don't know i've never done it and i don't have it but maybe like you take them in your house like you look after them a bit what was the name of that one again uh, it's hobophilia hobophilia yeah <laughs> okay all right the other one which is uh, this isn't unusual i've never heard of this one before chelonophilia okay i'm saying these completely wrong but that is fantasies about turtles and I don't mean the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I mean just like literal turtles. Well, the, the Teenage Mutant Ninja... Did I say that again? Teenage, Teenage Mutant, Mutant Ninja, Ninja, Ninja Turtles. Turtles was probably like a hentai version of... <laughs> oh my God, it probably was. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh my God, it probably was. But there must be enough people who are into turtles this way that they actually what? named it. Say that name again. Uh, Chelonophilia. Chelonophilia. I, I don't know like, if I'm saying it right. It sounds like a cello. Like you're going to be like, I want a flute stuck up my pussy, which is basically like... That's a skill. That's the if you can play from, it as well, that's a skill. If you can play it. If you can hit a high C and a G. <laughs> but like turtles. Yeah. Like actual turtles. So I wonder, is it just like watching them come up in the sea? Or like, maybe because they have little facial expressions. I kind of want to know someone who's into this. Because I yeah. really want to know like I'd, what it is. I'd love to know the gender splits between it. Because it doesn't sound like anything I've ever heard before. Maybe, have you ever heard turtles having sex? The, the, the squeaky noise maybe it's that <laughs> i've heard this so many times because people play it on my twitch all the time so yeah i yeah. know exactly what the sound of two turtles having sex is and it definitely doesn't turn me off and i just know because i've had my private browser opening and i was looking up some turtle porn <laughs> i mean so this is my coming out day of my i'm now a cello cellophilia cellophilia <laughs> yeah I, I know they give them like the most hard to pronounce names so we'll just call it Turtles. Well, let me say, and any kink apps, I have never seen any of these highlighted as like kinks. So these are really unusual ones. I, well, I did say they were the most unusual. Yeah. If yeah, anyone yeah. does have any of these kinks or fetishes, please let us know and like let yeah. us know what it is about it. So the next one, and I feel like I can't pronounce this word, so I'm not going to try, but it's a fetish for mirrors. So like looking at yourself, having sex or jacking off. So In that, a mirror. it's like 
being so in love with yourself that you get turned on by looking at yourself. I guess is this your is this your coming out story? <laughs> I mean, I did say a few episodes ago that I did enjoy jacking off in front of a mirror to see my facial expressions. You're I like, did say oh, that. Oh, was it extra like porn ones because you were looking in the mirror? Extra porn ones? Yeah, like you know, like the porn face that you make as opposed mm-hmm. to everyone's like. Mm-hmm. I'm sure my coming face would look different if I done it on camera. I would just be looking like I'm taking a good photo, like and pose, <laughs> and, and one pose. and two and back and shoulders and, and ah. back and forward. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, obviously in my head. But like, what's the name of it? Oh God, it is catoprophilia. It's very hard to pronounce. They sound like Transformers. Catoformophilia. <laughs> Do they? Yeah. Do they? Do they want like cellophilia or kind of like if you're trying you to say? Why do you keep doing it in an Italian accent? I know. Accent? So I, oh, yeah. <laughs> I am doing it in an Italian accent. You really like, are. What is it with you and doing accents? <laughs> Let's see. So now you've offended Scottish people. Yes. Belfast people. German. German people. Now Italians. Are, are you just going through the entire world and you're going to just try and do one accent from yes. every country? Yeah, yeah. Just until people are actually, somebody makes a complaint about it and then I'll be like, I'm so sorry. It's just going to do my like standard dublin irish accent with a slight bit of scottish twangs like we do me a favor do an american accent i want to hear it hey you guys you want to go over to the sidewalk i'm not taking it for another two days and then we can (laughs) vote for it all i really thought you were going to go proper like queens and be like i'm walking here (laughs) really what i thought you were going to do get out of my way i'm walking here yeah i seen who knows? It's, it's somewhere it's, in New York. Yes. I think it's an offensive way to say. I'm sure it's like everyone doing a Scot, like you do an Irish accent. Top of the morning to you. Yeah, exactly. You can't do it. Everyone just does some terrible fucking. I, <laughs> I mean, I can do a Belfast accent. That's still technically an Irish accent because Go I on. live there. Go fuck yourself, you wee dick. Why is up your wee dick? No. <laughs> <laughs> I had a whole list of it for like Belfast to help me tune into the Belfast, which was I'm going to have a shower, then put a flower in my heart with a towel around me. A towel. So we went from talking about kinks and fetishes to talk about <laughs> accents. Okay, let's bring it back. Let's bring it back. I mean, you can have a fetish over accents, though. Is that fetish, though? I mean, if you only got off for specific accents, oh, yeah. yeah, it would be. Can you imagine if I was in bed and be like, do a Portuguese accent? You know, do that. I would not be able to do one. <laughs> It'd be a really specific, everything's perfect, but could you just have a better accent? <laughs> well, thank you. Yeah. I've let's- been told that several times in my life. Let's bring it back to kink. I'm yeah, back to getting jack, back to jacking off in front of mirrors. That's what we were talking about. Yeah, back I, to pronouncing it. I think. I, that's mean, what I don't think that's a weird one. Like it's that, this was meant to be unusual kinks. I don't think that's an unusual one because lots of people like to watch themselves in like group scenes. That's true. I suppose if it was a kink, that's fine because a kink is like something that doesn't that you don't need to have. Whereas if you had to see yourself in a mirror, that's a bit narcissistic. <laughs> <It's> a bit, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> Sorry to anyone who does have this fetish. You're yeah. a narcissist. Yeah. Apparently, according to Gav. <laughs> if you have mirrors on your ceiling and on the side of it and you have to look at yourself in the mirror as you come and not the person you're having sex with. That's a bit narcissistic. I mean, I can see why like sex workers would do it because then they can see exactly how they look while they're they're doing stuff, so they could change their facial expressions because they'd be like, "Oh, that doesn't look good." I don't oh. think they're too bothered about facial expressions. They're just sitting there thinking, "What am I getting after this?" You know, can um, I take this aubergine? Can I take this aubergine? <laughs> what, what you have to have five a day. It didn't doesn't That's specify true. where. That's true. Would you like some Tabasco sauce with that? <laughs> no, no, I don't. I have another one with someone, which was an anal one, which is a really unusual request. Mm-hmm. So a guy asked me before, and again, I was just asking, like, what's a really unusual kind of fetish that you have? I think we were asking after sex. And he said he wanted to have, this is quite disgusting, so I'm sorry in advance. Okay. Um, he wanted to have ambrosia rice stuffed into his ass 
and then sucked out with a straw. I like dessert as much as the next person, but that is, no. If you want to do that, go ahead. But for me, that's a definite. Uh, I don't like custard either. So <laughs> no, I hate no. Custard. It was like the lumpy ambrosia rice. Oh, rice. Like the ones with the bits of rice. It was a texture. I'm sorry. Like this is going to be vile, but you wouldn't know if you were sucking out rice. Oh, yeah. Or something else that's usually up there. A bit of extra sweet corn. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's actually making me gag. Yeah, yeah, I'm so sorry. I'm sorry. This is probably making loads of people gag. <laughs> Why did you have to tell that one? I thought it was a really unusual one. I was just like, that's so unusual. I actually didn't ask him what what that was about. He just said he liked the, the feel of it. But how do you learn? Do you just start going through the kitchen being like, okay, I've tried Kellogg's cornflakes. I've tried like Cocoa Pops. And <laughs> that's, that's a fair point. How do you let, like, definitely unusual fetishes. How do you learn them? Because I've, I've never really had the urge to shove a dessert inside myself. Self. that's true yeah yeah like, like where does that specific part come from and does it stop there or do, they, do you then move on to like cheesecake like people who like what there's a name for who like to have stuff splurged over them you know like the is, is that splunking is it splunking it I, might be splunking it may be splunking but i know well, i know it's, it's like so, the goo over yeah here. but yeah. like thick goo like that totally covers them and at one point i'm like okay i don't get it because it's goo and then at the other point you've put latex on or you've put like stuff on that makes you feel different when it's on you maybe it's just the same for them well, yeah, because I do have a kink for, like, leather. Yeah, yeah, and I didn't get that, and I was just like, I don't get the point of it. Leather, I dated someone before who was into leather, and essentially I thought I had to, like, woofed my, like, my leather chain over their nose. <laughs> like, no. And it probably wasn't even leather, and I was just like, maybe you just have to smack it over there. <laughs> I can't speak for everyone when it comes to leather. I can only speak for myself, and mm-hmm. what I get from it is I feel much more attractive in leather than I do out of leather. It looks good. It smells great. Sorry, vegans. It does. It smells great. It makes me like a hell of a lot more confident. Although I'm not confident enough to walk about and like in the street wearing like a leather shirt, yeah, a leather jacket. Sure, because loads of people wear leather jackets. Walking around the street in like a red leather shirt, I'd be like, no, thank you. Yeah, not quite there yet. But in different places, maybe in Berlin, you would. I haven't had sex in leather yet, though. I don't know if it's a kink or just like something I just enjoy wearing. I think other people look good in leather. So maybe it's more of a kink and less of a fetish. So for some people, it'll be that they have to have leather yeah. on to have sex. And you're not at that point. But yeah, so it'd kink. be a kink. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but does a kink have to be sexual? No, it can just be something that arouses you. That which could okay. be which could be just the noise of it or how it makes you feel. Or like you said, when you put it on, I don't get leather. Like I've been to some leather events with you and I'm completely leatherless. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Completely <laughs> like I don't own any of it. Because I barely have enough clothes. But anyway, so when I put on your shirt, yeah. I was just like, I don't get it, I don't get it. And when I had it on, I was just like, oh yeah, I'm a boss. Yeah, oh, yeah. It, it gives it just you felt that different. Yeah. It definitely gives you that more confident. I don't, see, masculine's the wrong word, but I feel like that's the right word at the same time. What about boss energy? Like, yeah, how to be a boss bitch energy. Yeah, even just a boss, like, because boss is like not saying the masculine side of it, because whereas boss is like, I just felt a bit more confident and kind of. Yeah, it felt like it was it was right. It felt like it fit right. Does that make sense? I should have really worn my leather crown for this entire one. Oh, yeah. We, we are recording for YouTube today, if this turns out well. So hi. Hi to YouTube people. If you're watching and on if, YouTube, we are waving hi. And if it turns out bad, it's going to end up on a clip. <laughs> if, yes, if it turns out bad, it'll end up on the cutting room floor and you can see it on TikTok. Yeah. <laughs> but we'll hold out. We're holding out hope. Maybe when we take a break, I'll put my leather crown on. Do you have any kinks that you're willing to share? 
Do you know, I had done a few rope classes, which I thought was quite interesting. Oh, you did, yeah. Um, so we don't do rope, but before when I was just like learning, and well, we do, but we don't do it like... It's like, not a regular, regular thing, yeah. Yes, yeah, we have done rope. I used to think that it was such a, it was going to be so like weirdly sexual to go to this kind of like rope class. And it was with True Fet Life. It was mm-hmm. like a munch thing. They were the most relaxing and enjoying people to be around they were just so sexually liberated and they were so consensual they were like i'm going to touch your arm is this okay they were showing me what to do you could decide who you want to do it with they were very kind of it was just so, so interesting just automatically assumes if you're kink you're like a sexual deviant but actually fetish kink groups are probably the most like consensual understanding liberated people i've ever been around and i'm only talking from my personal experience other people might have had bad experiences yeah and i used to think that like it was solely a gay man thing and i was so kind of caught up to kind of going gay men have so much kinks and fetishes like you don't necessarily see straight apps that have lists in the same way that gay people do but then you have fet life which is kind of like the kinky yeah the kinky site for everyone it's not just for gay people i think it's more shunned in the straight community to be honest I thought that until I went to the munch party and I was so kind of like, I feel like I'm the only gay person here. And they were so offended because so many of them were queer. Mm -hmm. And I just struggled to get that from the heteronormative view, if that makes sense. Oh, I don't mean like straight people will hide it away. I just feel like straight people, it's less common than it is for gay people. Yeah. Maybe it's less common to be spoken about as yeah. well. Yeah, that's what I mean. But, I think gay people, we talk about sex quite a lot. Yeah. We, we do it quite a lot on this podcast. Absolutely. We're very <laughs> we're very open anally and personally yeah. about sex. Whereas, I don't know, not every straight person, because we have a few friends who are definitely sexually open and tell us maybe more than they should. That's true. But I feel like as a whole, sex is less spoke about. It's more personable. It's private. Does that make sense? Yeah, and especially when you're straight, like how many of your street friends do you kind of go, hey, how are you doing? What's your sex life? What have you been up to? Like if our friends asked us what you up on Friday, if we were at an orgy, we would be like, we were at an orgy. Yeah, that's true. We would literally say that. Oh, I have a story, love. We did go to an orgy once. I remember we walked in and we were in the hallway and there was a big cage. I was like, oh my God, you have a dog. <laughs> I was like, yes, a dog. I can play with a dog. And they're like, we don't have a dog. Okay, so what's this cage for? And they were like, do you want to find out? So I ended up in a cage for a while locked inside it that was quite funny we did have a picture of that actually <laughs> do we can't put that on instagram even yeah if we you do. can't no because yeah. i think i was practically naked but you know what i think i was a bit disappointed they didn't have a dog i was just like you've got a dog and they were like no it's for you for people i was like damn i know and this was even before i was a pop so i didn't even, i wasn't even a pop i was just a random dude in a cage you know i've been at orgies where the thing is completely set up where they have every toy we've both been at places where yeah. they have every kind of toy every kind of piece of like leather some bits of rubber you know, and for you to try on and see what it's like, because it's so fucking expensive. Oh my God, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Try before you buy kind of thing is good. Absolutely. Like, I think rubber has to be the most expensive, does it? I would say rubber is up there. Rubber and leather are probably the two most expensive things. But then you can get sex toys that cost a shit ton of money. Absolutely. The sling that cost like 500 quid. I think it was more. Was it about 500? About 500. It was a lockdown buy. It was a lockdown buy. <laughs> and now we can't fit it because Gav decided to buy one that was too big for any room. It was yeah. one that was literally made for like sex clubs and stuff. Nope. Yeah. Gav bought it for our tiny one bedroom apartment. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. <laughs> like, hmm, where are we going to fit this? Yeah. Nowhere. If we put a bed up to the side and we remove all of the furniture from this room. Yeah, it might just fit in. <laughs> Although it is comfy and I have fallen asleep in it a few times. Like, we couldn't fit it in here. There's nowhere it would fit in here. And to those people, kink is, like, it just depends on the person. Some people you talk to a kink so openly and it's never an issue. And other people, you barely talk about it in any kind of detail at all because they don't want to hear it. 
Yeah, well, not everyone likes to be open about sex. For me personally, I don't care. You can know yeah. anything about my sex life. It's just sex to me. I find it quite liberating. It's just easier to be that open. Like, why hide? Yeah. And I'm a bit of a geek. I am a bit of a geek about things. Oh, yeah. I think we both are. We do like to find out everyone's... Well, yeah. not everyone's, but we're like, oh, do you have any kinks? And if it's an unusual one, we're like, oh, tell me more. Yeah. Tell me more. <laughs> like, did he have a car? Well, I think it's just because I'm interested. And I'm, yeah. I'm like, well, where did that come from? I heard one before with a woman who had a kink for spew like or getting sick. And so it's a really specific kink. She interviewed about it. And she said when she was younger, she was brought up in a like a convent. Okay. And the nuns were such fucking cunts to her. She hated it. And she was caught masturbating by a nun and it made the nun get sick and it made her fetishize at that point the idea of sick being related to her okay. arousal. Yeah. And it made so much sense. I was like, I get it, you know. Fair. It's not. It's definitely not something I would do. Not something I'm Sick into. play, shit play, no thank you. Blood. Not for me. It's a part of it and it's okay for people, but I think it's just about consent. And yeah, do whatever you want. Consensually, adults behind closed doors, do whatever you want. It's no one else's business. If you want to talk about it, do it. But it's no one else's business and no one has a right to be like, oh, that's disgusting because what's disgusting to you isn't disgusting to someone else. What's the saying? What's chaos to the spider is normal to the fly? No, what's chaos to the fly is normal to the spider. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. That's one, I think you've actually <laughs> literally said that before on this podcast yeah. and done the exact same and got it mixed up. Oh yeah, completely yeah. mixed it up. But it makes sense in my head and that's the important thing. It does. There are so many different fetishes and kinks that you won't even know about. That's true. Like, But there's probably more, there's always going to be more than one person who enjoys the same thing and with the internet it's available to now for those people to find them even if there's only like three other people and one is on the other side of the country i know could you, how did people before when they had kinks even find each other or did they just not can you imagine when they were doing it in the newspapers remember you had to write ads and it's like do you i like, don't know <laughs> well there was a time when the classifieds was in an ad and having to describe like unusual stuff as if it didn't like as if you didn't get contact as was so, oh they, okay. You used to be like in the paper. I'm looking for someone who enjoys being spewed on. Yeah, yeah. You want to get sick in my face? <laughs> I mean, here if it worked for you, do yeah. it. Why not? But on that note, we are going to go take a break because I think I need to go throw up after that. <laughs> and we will be back in one minute. See you soon. Are you looking for more exclusive content from Clover and Haggis? Then we've got the Patreon for you. That's right. If you want bonus episodes, live podcasts, exclusive videos and more, check out patreon.com forward slash Clover and Haggis. That's right. Patreon.com forward slash Clover and Haggis. See you there. Yeah, we were just talking before the break there, uh, how people who were into specific kinks would find each other. And we completely forgot to say the handkerchief code. Yeah, that's true. The handkerchief code is like the the old method that people used to use where they'd stick a handkerchief in their back pocket. Their back pocket. I brought up a few of them just to see what they like what they look like and see if you can guess what they are. Okay, go. Okay. So dark blue. Submissive. Anal sex. Oh, okay. Yeah. Fair. What about red? Oh, fisting, that's easy. Fisting, yeah, that's the easier one. Some of them are odd. Purple. No idea. Piercing. Oh. Purple for piercing. Don't know why I would assume that would be black. I don't know why. Maybe because it looks like it's purple from getting it pierced. It's kind of oh, yeah, because of, a bit, because of a bruise, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, who knows who came up with them. Yellow. Water sports. Yeah, that's the easy one. Yeah. Uh, brown. Shit play. <laughs> <laughs> There's one more. Okay, uh, black. I have no idea. S&M. What's S&M? Fucking Sex song? and masturbation. 
It's not sadomasochism. Oh, okay, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Na, 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 come on. Yeah, yeah. It's like it's definitely Rihanna's song. Na, 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 na. Okay. But yeah, depending on which, is, if you're a top, bottom, or verse as well, depending on where yeah. you want to wear it. I think it's left is top, right is bottom. I, I think I remember. Yeah. Left and right does make a difference, though. So whether yeah. you were to give her or whether you wanted to receive it. Yeah. So that's how people who used to be in the Kings would find each other before they had apps to tell each other. Yeah, before Recon. <laughs> don't think it's used that much now, though. What? The handkerchief code. Obviously, the colours still are, but I don't think the actual code is. I don't yeah. think a lot of people even know what it is anymore. That's true. I mean, there was people... We went to a place where there was pups. There was a pup party in the background and there was lots of people... Oh, that was in Berlin. In Berlin. And I went up and asked him, I was like, oh, are you into the specific kink that you were wearing the colour for? Mm-hmm. And he was like... I didn't. He didn't even know what that color was. And I was like, "Oh, okay." Oh yeah, it's happened here at Delft as well. We've been. We've asked people like, "Are you into a specific thing because you're wearing a specific color?" And they're like, "No, I just like the color." I'm like, "Oh, okay." Yeah, yeah. So I suppose it's kind of getting drowned out even by that. But people who like it and fetishize it will look at those colors and be like, "Oh, they're wearing yellow or blue or." Yeah, that's why I like Berlin so much because it's a lot more sexually freeing. I feel like compared to the UK, where everything is like, "Oh no, you do it behind closed doors." Remember, they had such a an issue with getting a sex shop in Edinburgh. It was like protested. Yeah. So the Q store in Edinburgh, they were like, no, that's not definitely not getting open. It's like, it's a sex shop that sells dildos. Calm down. And it was a good sex shop as well. I'll give it that. You go to Berlin and they have like fetish clubs and specific clubs for specific things. I found it odd that there was like a leather shop, no, a leather shop and all the leather guys outside it and then rubber shop and it had all the rubber guys outside, but it's so separated leather people can't possibly hang out with the rubber people because it's a different shop <laughs> i think it's because that's your community and you've, you've become friends with people who do the same who are into the same kind of thing as you that's true so they, maybe it's not a oh you can't be friends it's more likely that you just know each other because that's the community they're a part of yeah and because they're not shamed for it probably yeah they're not shamed for like fetishizing or kinking whatever side of it yeah yeah like we've been to a fetish club in berlin before that was that was fun that's true we were we were in a fetish club and there was a guy who was who was elbow deep in somebody so literally up to his like bice what you call that bicep yeah his bicep on it and i was just like i didn't even know that was possible and i just gave him poppers i was like can i give you poppers <laughs> The human body can do wonderful things if you have enough loop poppers and patience. Yeah, that's it. I think I was just so impressed with the guy. And obviously, you'd have to have really good communication for that. Like, amazing. Oh, yeah. I wouldn't do kink with someone I didn't trust. Well, it depends on which kink it was. But Yeah, I would actually agree with that. I would even think rope. You can really hurt yourself with rope if you're doing it wrong. Yeah, like um, bondage I wouldn't do with someone I didn't really know. Yeah, but if somebody was like... I'll just to be up. tied up with no way to defend yourself in case something goes wrong, there's no way I would do that. That's very true. I've heard of odd kinks like um, people who were into fighting. So somebody who was actually going to go and get the shit kicked out of them. And that was, that's what they wanted. That was, And they fetishized it. It was the only thing that they wanted. Yeah, see, that's just dangerous to yeah. me. Like, I'm all for doing whatever kink you want. As long as it's legal and consensual, fine. But you have to take some safety into account at some point. I thought it was quite an odd one for that exact same reason. Like I was begging him not to go. I was like, don't go to this underway alley where these two people want to beat you up yeah because that could go seriously wrong if we were to do that say that was our fetish king if we were to do that i could tell you to stop yeah and you would i know you would stop yeah but if it's someone random they might not listen to your safe word and they might just it might just go too far who you don't know that much you're meeting under a bypass to get beaten up in the first place would you always suggest a safe word yes yeah yeah i just don't believe in any of this bullshit actually that same person was like oh no i don't believe in 
in having a safe word. You're not something, you're not even a dom, you're just a fucking idiot in my head. Oh, so this was someone being dominating or like, no, you're not allowed to say a safe word? Yes, yeah, yeah. He's like, I don't deal with that. And I was like, well, I don't deal with people who do think that they can just take. You who know, can do whatever they want. Yeah. yeah, no, I wouldn't. If someone said that to me and they're like, no, you don't get a safe word. I'd be like, then bye. That's my safe word. See Absolutely. you later. It would be so untrusting to be in a bedroom with somebody and you don't know that you can come out of it. So that's the idea. If you can't remove consent, if you can't remove it, you can't give it. And so Yeah, yeah that's true. Because if you're taking away uh, an ability to stop something, you're taking away consent. Absolutely. I seen, do you remember the fattened feeders? Did you ever see that before? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The people who get off on making other people eat on, on like yeah people people being obese and there was a woman on it and she was massive she was really quite quite obese and she was getting a large feeding which was essentially a tube down her throat um do you know like those cones yeah, yeah um and they were pouring ice cream and milk which i think is the heaviest thing you can possibly okay uh, to the point where she was completely filled up like can you imagine not trusting the person to stop to take out that like what you call that thing again? The cone, the, the feeder, the, <laughs> the tube. Cone. Yeah, yeah. Can you imagine that? Like, you could end up suffocating. There's so, so much that can go wrong, especially with like your more unusual kinks, say like fisting, bondage, yeah. that feeding. Anything Things could go blood. anything with anything with blood because yeah. people like getting like cut down their back. There's so much that can go wrong. I would say always do it with someone you trust. I would never just find someone off an app, talk to them for five minutes, and go around and do it. No. And I've heard even even with rope, when I've done that rope class, there was people there who had knives who could cut through it because people can spasm. Even people who were really flexible, mm-hmm. who were stretching and doing really unusual bondage kind of big yeah, sessions yeah. on it, they were still had rope to cut them out if they needed to. They still had a word to come out of it if they need, needed to. It was completely like, is this okay? Is this okay? I'm now going to put your leg in. Is this okay? It was completely transactional the yeah. whole time. When it comes to rope as well, you can cut off your own circulation. Yeah. And if someone doesn't really know what they're doing and can't tell, and if you can't tell. Yeah. Having someone look out for you and having that kind of contact with somebody, I think that's the important thing for, for like, everything else is consensual, like you said, and just... Well, that's it. It's all It all comes down to consent. And I do have, I have another one for somebody who had a smoking fetish. Have you heard of this before? Is that like cigars? Like big cigars? Yeah. So, yeah, I did ask about it because it's not my kink or my fetish. And I was like... Obviously, I smoke rollies. So, <laughs> yeah. so I was like, is this turning it on? Probably the same, like with A leather. teeny tiny fin rolly. <laughs> yeah. Does this is turn this, you on? Yeah, yeah. So essentially, he was like, no, you're right, cigars and cigarettes. And mm-hmm. I was just like, so what is it for you? What's the interest for you? And he had said, it's the dominance of like, you know, like you're giving them a lighter, you know, that kind of, you know, in the old movies where the guy would go up and he'd give the woman a smoke. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Or like the Marlboro man who the kind of tough kind of mystery man. I'm so tough, I cause cancer. Yay! But it was fetishized for years. And he had said that there was, within his smoking um, fetish community, from people Mm -hmm. who, like you said, have a kink for it, who enjoy it, but it's not their everything, to people who fetishized it, and who had, like, you know COPD, I think you can get your lungs from smoking? Yeah. And they would, like, cough, and that that kind of heavy kind of cough that you would get from COPD was fetishized in itself. People who got it from smoking were fetishized at the top of that community. I wonder how you figure out you have a fetish for things like that, honestly. It's an unusual one, like to that point of, and he said, obviously there are people who just smoked, some people who vaped. Why would you like the fruity yeah. smells from a <laughs> yes. vape? Mm, it smells like blueberry. Yeah, mm, bubblegum. <laughs> I mean, like, well, we've said it already, but there is a kink for everyone, for yeah, everything sure out there. I'm sure there'll be a specific kink for a smoker who both smokes vapes. Oh, of course. At this strength. And that's apple and sour's flavor or something. <laughs> yeah, like a specific scented vape juice might be a turn on. 
Yeah, but it was interesting for me though because it's not my kink, and yet it was so interesting to hear what sec what was the sexual part of that. And when he said about kind of going up to somebody and being like, "Who hey, you want to light?" Yeah, <laughs> I, to be honest, I understand him like the whole masculine thing around smoking cigars. It's a very masculine kind of yeah. viewed thing. Like if you look at like Tom Selleck, the mustache and holding a cigar, I can see. Friends. Yeah, well, he's been a lot. Tom Selleck, he's been a lot of things, but yeah, from Friends, from Friends, Richard from Friends. <laughs> yeah, like his mustache, smoking cigars. It was kind of sexy. Yeah, I can see that too. It's kind yeah. of sexy. It kind of it gives a certain illusion of, I suppose, what you would see as traditional masculinity, isn't it? It gives big daddy energy. Big daddy energy. The mustache helped too. Oh, the mustache definitely helped. Although I don't think I don't usually find just mustaches attractive, but for Tom Selleck, it definitely worked. Yeah, he looked like Gogo Gadget's like love child, but <laughs> Gogo Gadget, Gogo Gadget didn't even have a beard. Did he not have a mustache that he like? I don't think so. I think he did. Maybe he did. We'll look it up later, but I really don't think Gadget had any sort of facial hair. We were watching the uh, like a week ago on TV. Fifty Shades of Grey came on. Yes, yeah, I fucking hate that program or that movie. Have you seen this before? I watched about twenty minutes of the first one and went, "This is shit." And then I've seen like bits of it and bits of the stuff they do, but that was like massive for ages. I watched it. And was like, this is tame. Yeah, have you read the books? Obviously. I haven't read the books. No. Okay, because usually like, oh no, it's crap. But I've read three of the books. <laughs> no, I haven't. But even watching it and what I've heard about it, I'm like, you think this is like the most out there? sexual kinks ever i thought it would be at least worth watching and i think was it did we watch it together or did i watch it myself and be and turn it off i watched about half of it and was like this is total bullshit this is not how you you just go up and start taking it just oh it just annoyed the fuck out of me it's the scene where he's buying the stuff in the shop and he's like do you have rope and chains it sounded more like he was going to murder someone (laughs) than it did a sexual thing yeah does this smell like chloroform to you (laughs) yeah that's that's the way it felt it's very very tame compared to the stuff we've done and seen it's like very tame can you put this mask and tape on and see if it turns no 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 into Mm -hmm. (laughs) i mean it would yeah it was it was street it was like what you imagine street people think of bondage He's like, yeah. oh, I'm just going to slap your hand a little bit. <laughs> yeah, oh my God, he actually does do that in the movie, yeah, right? Like, yeah. put your hand out and start hitting that. Oh, I don't know. We didn't watch the rest of the movies. I just watched the first half and I was like, that is the total straightest bullshit that I just, I couldn't relate. It definitely wasn't for me, but it, it was massive for a long time. And did you know that I actually started out as Twilight fan fiction? What? The- Fifty Shades of Grey. So the person who wrote it, she started writing it as Twilight fan fiction. And okay. it turned into Fifty Shades of Grey. And it just took away the teeth. and the- Yeah, took away the vampires, changed it from uh, Edward and, is it Bella? And then that's how Fifty Shades of Grey came about. Twilight fan fiction. There you I go. do you think the guy is very good looking. What's his name? Uh, Jamie Doran? J- Jamie Doran. He is very hot. Although I did find him hotter when he was in Once Upon a Time. I have a thing for Irish men. That I- is my fetish. Irish men. I found him attractive. I didn't even know he was Irish. Um, I found him attractive in... You, wait, sorry. You didn't know he was an Irish person with the name like Jamie Dornan. I just never pay attention to shit. <laughs> yeah, he's, a, he's he's actually Irish. Yeah. Okay. Well, he was good looking when he played the psycho killer. Remember he used to... He was the like fall. wearing Yeah, the fall. Yeah. I mean, he is a very attractive man. And if he wanted to tie me up, absolutely would let him. Yeah. But he wouldn't be slapping my hand with anything. I'd be like, slap my balls. Oh, <laughs> I did. The one bit I did, we've seen it on Gogglebox, the one bit where they showed the like playroom and I was like, oh, it's the playroom I've always wanted. The playroom was very impressive. Yeah. It was like a huge, massive room. And and have you, we've been in places where, where the rooms have been set out, like playrooms. Um, I was in one recently and they had, it was just a room 
like a bedroom had a sling on one side a sling on the other and then just like a bed thing in the middle yeah. toys around the wall harnesses like lel- anything you can think of was in this room and i was like i live here now i'm never yes. leaving this is this is my <laughs> i was like can i rent this by the hour it's a good business idea. You can. It's called, I think it's called Dungeon B&B or something. There is definitely something where you can rent a, um, what you call those things? Like a dungeon. A dungeon room? Yeah, you oh. can rent them out. Much like Airbnb, but it's called, is it called? Dungeon Maybe Dungeon B&B, B&B. Or Mr. B&B. I can't remember, but there well, definitely is a Mr. Website. B&B is just the gay version of Airbnb, so it's not that. Okay. So maybe Dungeon B&B. There is definitely, it is out there. I'm sure it's like a Google searchable. I am going to look this up later and see. Yeah, it's been like happy, happy birthday. Now snap, bend and snap, and bend and snap, <laughs> bend and snap. Okay, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I'm gonna look. I'm gonna check this out. Yeah, I wonder if there's any in Glasgow. Let's find. We'll find out after this pod. We're gonna we're gonna look and find out. If not, you can just go on Recon. Although Recon's pretty shit. Yes, Recon for anyone who doesn't know is like the fetish app, right? The fetish gay app. That's yeah, for, it's yeah, it's gay. It's for gay men, and it's it's like Grinder and Scruff and all those, but it's more kink specific people normally list out their main kink yeah they do that and they also have like that list what's that list called oh it's like there's a bdsm test the bdsm test is usually they have it on the profile to be like 100% dominant i think i'm like i think i done mine i'm like 90% dominant no i'm 100% dominant 100% dominant yeah i think that's what mine came out as it's wrong it's not it's completely wrong it's not (laughs) when was the last time you were able to dom this Who'd want a baby? <laughs> Facts. Facts. Yeah. People are like, oh, you're here? Oh, I just wanted Gav. <laughs> yeah. so you hold a lube. <laughs> poppers? Poppers? Yes. Pop- snacks? Poppers and lube. <laughs> Breakfast, lunch, dinner, and snacks. I mean, I've been at people's houses and they had the floors done. You know, like the wet floor room that you have where the, the sides of it go up and you can just kind of like water it down? Oh, yeah. So if you're having a lot of sex, you obviously need to cover things like your chairs and stuff where lube can go <laughs> so that's a fetish room with money then yeah it's a fetish room with money they had two um slings they had the bed like you said they had and the floor was set up wait it's just were we in the same place no it was a different space than that it, it was, was in edinburgh yeah it was before you though and yeah so, but it was still in edinburgh oh could have been easy. it could have been yeah. the exact same oh, room yeah. we just went at different times <laughs> i know they had a dog oh yeah yeah there was a uh, dog was it the same space it could have well, been the same we'll can talk- you remember roughly where it was yeah where was it Newtown. Oh no, means it's leaf. Oh, okay, right, right. So, um, so with the with the thing, there was a dog anyway, and you had to stop the dog from opening because when you open the door to go into the room, the dog would come in and lick up all the loo. Uh, <laughs> oh no, that poor dog. I mean, yeah. it'll have the best shits ever. It'll just slide right out. But yeah. God, these were people who were doing like orgies every weekend and just like and had the room set up and had all of the equipment, all of the boxes, all of the different outfits you could possibly try on and put on and like every variation was there how many, how do people have the energy to do an orgy every weekend yeah and the fucking money it, i'm sure it would cost money well it depends if you're just buying if you're not drinking or any of that and it's just literally getting people around for sex right? who doesn't drink at a fucking orgy um <laughs> oh sorry recovering sure alcoholics yes i'm sure people, people who just don't drink people who don't like to be intoxicated while having sex plenty of people i don't know these people <laughs> yeah well, you're not one of these people no is there any kinks that you haven't tried yet that you would want to uh, i'd love to learn a little bit more about rope because i think there's so much to learn about that i've only got a few knots but i, I see people who do it all the time they'd be angry at me that i'm like oh i've done it six times and i know rope do you know what <laughs> I mean? yeah yeah i mean it is a skill that takes time to do like do you mean like doing it like full body yeah like having it just in the manipulative ways that you can do it because i think it's quite a slow process and i think it's quite methodic met- methodical met- met- 
I don't know methodical. What, methodical. Yeah. I, what does that just mean? Just kind of like you do this, and then you do, like if you do the knot in the right way, then it has that outcome. Oh, okay. Do you know what I mean? So it's a bit slower. But equally, I'd like to try at some point rubber just because I think it's so expensive. I've never tried it on. But I do like the idea of when something hugs you really tight, it's very like... Restricting? Restricting. And maybe kind of equally... I just like to see what it's like. Sucks in the fat. Oh, no. It shows <laughs> off everything. Oh, Then you'd have to like baby powder or lube up first. Yeah, you do have to baby... Isn't it baby powder or... It's baby powder or lube, I think. Right. That's why nobody tries it on and it's very expensive. I mean, I don't think if I had bought rubber, I don't think I would let someone else try it on. Because if you buy it, you buy it specifically for your size. Yeah, that's true. Someone else could stretch it out completely. How do you know what your size is then? I, I guess you try it on in a sex shop, I but guess. Then what do you do? Bring the talcum powder in? Because you're going to have to put it on. Let's go to a sex shop that sells rubber and ask and see what they say. Yeah. Maybe you just need to know your size. But I don't actually think it would be a fetish. It's not something like I'm leaning towards, but... In terms of a kink, I think I can see the benefits of it because I like the one that's like the neoprint, you know, that one? Yeah, that's not rubber. I guess it's like, it's tight. It's a but different side of it, but I kind of put it into my head and kind of said, okay, oh, I see the difference, you know, when something's kind of, oh, it is kind of safe to have something hug you so tight in it. <laughs> that makes sense. You just want the cuddles. Yeah, I know. Just cuddling myself, a self-cuddler. <laughs> you, you could just get a dog. Yeah. What about you? Is there any kinks that you haven't tried that you'd like to try? Um, The big cross, you know, those big crosses that you can get tied to? I'd like to be tied to one of those, blindfolded, and um, just let the person on with do whatever he wants. You have been tied to a cross. Yeah, but it was it only lasted like five minutes. Like a few hours, just been tied, left, and then let whoever is there do whatever they want. Obviously, people I trust. So like somebody to leave you for time. Yeah, like I've been tied to a bed before, properly, like with actual restraints, yeah. tied to bed, and had two guys do whatever they want. That was hot. Is it the idea that you don't know if they're there or not? Well, I could see at that point, so I knew what was coming what was happening so yeah the idea of being blindfolded so i don't know what's coming yeah yeah obviously within reason like i don't want them to be like stabbing me with knives or like using me as a dartboard <laughs> just get me one of those ones that spin around in a circle and just yeah. start throwing knives at me yeah you've lost <laughs> and there's that um there's not many like i've tried a lot in my life i'm a big believer in try everything yeah i've done the rope thing before um you know when you said about the rope and the blindfold and mm. i had somebody who just wanted to be left for a length of time and every now and then i'd come in and i'd maybe just breathe or because they couldn't hear anything i put earphones in as well which, yeah yeah which took away all the sound and all the, the the sight and it just meant that every now and then i'd maybe just like just a little flick or something just let them know yeah but equally i was never far enough away that they could never see that if they were in any kind of distress or that i couldn't immediately take them out Does that yeah make sense like i I'd like to be gagged, blindfolded, but still have a way to say no. I'd love for you to be gagged and blindfolded. Oh, my permanently! Christ, I would have such a good fucking life. Yeah, I'd be <laughs> you would like that a permanent thing. Yeah, except I'd like for you to be holding out your cards just so I can get to just eat. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> just, just have me tied with a card in my hand. Absolutely. Like rope bondage, but my card is or my cards always in my mouth. Where do I put this umbrella and Tabasco sauce I bought in Little? <laughs> Open it on the inside. Yeah. You, that gives you seven years of bad luck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you could have it while you look in the mirror the whole time. I'd like to do it. Like, I'd be in, in a cage more as well. I yeah. think that's quite hot. What Although, about, I would like to dance in a cage. I know, I, like, a go-go dancer in a cage just once. I know it's not really a... But I would, I would love to try that at least once, but I don't have the body for it. <laughs> for being a go-go dancer? Yeah. Just be confident and dance. Have you seen me dance? I ain't confident. I dance like no one's You'll watching. be doing the little parachute. It does this little thing where it looks like he's raising an umbrella. You I know, find it adorably cute. <laughs> you know how Chandler from Friends dances? Like, that's how I dance. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, yeah. More cage stuff would be kind of... Would you do the thing where you have the cage that goes... on? You ever see the ones that go underneath the floor? 
So they drop down underneath the ground. No. Yeah, it's like the cage comes up and they go into it and it's like a capsule that it drops them back down. So you're just locked in a cage on the ground? Yeah, so you're in a cage on the ground, basically. That's kind of, nah, I don't think I'd enjoy that. Because like, there's no one else there. It's kind of defeats the purpose. I think that's probably the kink, is that you're so isolated and by yourself. Well, and there is a kink, it's claustrophilia. So it's like the kink of claustrophobia. Being in a tight space, there is a kink for that. What would that be like? Just leave me under the stairs? Well, that would be like being locked in a cage and put underground. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, you're literally trapped in a cage in a small space. That would be... That but would you'd be obviously have to build up to that. Like, you wouldn't just be like, oh, my first time ever trying this kink was getting in a cage and going underground for my master. Yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't do that because I actually have a bit of claustrophobia and I think I would just have a panic attack and that's not fun. But, like, just being in a cage above ground... I wonder if they had, like, a button to say, because what if they panicked? I'm so sorry if my mum listens to this, but I'm <sighs> just going to say, being in a cage in a sex club, like, an actual, like, club, sex club, yeah. having sex with someone where everyone's watching, that's oh. all. Okay, that happens. We'll be back in Berlin soon. <laughs> I mean, I would absolutely do that. Yeah, yeah. Although, no recordings, please. I have seen that before, where the Dom, who was, like, dressed in kind of sports gear, um, obviously had his sub in a sling, and was essentially letting people come and do what they wanted to, but mm-hmm. the Dom still had full control. And I think I sat there and spoke to the Dom for about an hour and be like, oh my God, you're amazing. You're just so skilled at, he was just so skilled at micro kind of going, you're done now and just getting yeah. rid of the, the person if they were being too rough or if they were being too, or if they just went outside, obviously. What the, was agreed. What was agreed, yeah. Well, that's the whole thing when I said it comes back to trust. You have to have someone you trust because if, if it's someone you don't and they just do whatever they want, sometimes it's hard to say no. And especially when you're sub and doming, like there's such a thing as subspace and dom space. Yeah. Both exist. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I've experienced subspaces essentially where you lose yourself. You're being submissive, but then you forget to bring yourself back to the, you're not present, if that makes sense. You just kind of lose yourself. And the same for dom. Dom space can happen as well. Mm-hmm. Like with dom space where you can be dominant and then you get so dominant that you don't even know yourself or it's not kind of what you would normally do. That you've lost yourself into being masculine, or well, not masculine, stupid, dominant. I am more naturally dominant, especially when it comes to sex. I don't think I've ever hit dom space yet. Maybe I have. But I'm also a very, like, worry, worrier. Like, I worry about the person. Like, I can be very dominant, but also be, like, protective. protective. Yeah, I guess that's the the right way to say it. That's the right way to to be, though, isn't it? Because actually, if you weren't, I just hate those people who are like, no, I'm just going to tell them what to do the way I want to do it. You know, without any kind of... That's not being dumb. That's just being rough. Yeah. Unless the person is like, I want you to tell me what to do. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Unless the person is like, yeah, I don't want to say for it, blah, 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 blah. If that's what you've agreed on, yeah. But you shouldn't go into it just being like, this is what I'm going to do, regardless of what the other person wants. So like, yeah, just basically just meeting all their needs, basically. Yeah, because it's being courteous. Courteous, being courteous being courteous ah, yes. yes but it is what are you looking for in a man courteous a bit of, a bit of chivalry yeah a bit of chivalry. Uh, long walks on the beach hang ups in the dungeon hang ups in the dungeon yeah yeah underground time for two hours we haven't actually found any like groups here yeah well we're only two weeks in glasgow i know but i think we should we need to get on it if anyone knows of any like fet life kind of rope classes and stuff i think we, i think we should look at i think i might have a look at fet life because i'm sure they're in everywhere and maybe to do a few just, just to see what's out there. Yeah, if anyone doesn't know what FetLife is, we did touch on it earlier. FetLife is like a kink app. It's like a Facebook social media kind of platform yeah. that organizes like events everywhere. And it's not just for gay people, it's for anyone. There will be like straight specific events and queer specific events, but it's, it's an interesting place. 
I think they are more like a queer because it's like kink is the main kind of side of it. So it's like some, there's less gay people on it, but there's probably more and more. There's less gay people. Or, yeah, or? like most most people are straight, head flexible, queer, like all of the things okay. that we forget from the straight side of it. Yeah, yeah. Come from that side. And when I arrived, when I was at a munch party and the munch party is essentially everyone dressed and just turns up who are all kink. You have to wear actual kink gear, right? No, those kind of things. No, no, no. You just you just arrive in your normal clothes, go into a bar, but you're all just kink positive. And so you're just having conversations with people and just engaging yeah. with people. And it was so interesting. There was people who were professors and like deans of their area who were in poly relationships or who'd done rope play. And I had said, oh, I feel like I'm one of the only gay people here to a woman. And she said, oh, my husband would suck you off if you said you tie him up. He's just so into fetishizes um, rope so much that if I tied him up, he would do... So, like, if you tied him up, it wouldn't matter about the gender because it's more about the sex. So, for him, it was obviously a fetish that the rope was the fetish. Yeah. And his wife knew it and she was so, so comfortable and she was so intelligent. It was just, it was a different world that I suppose... I'm not as used to seeing kind of like FetLife has um, torture gardens. Oh, tor- that's what I was thinking of that you actually have to wear. Is yes. that the one you have to wear? So, like you have to be in gear. You can just show up in a tracksuit. Yes. And also you have to be uh, weary of what gear you're wearing. So you can't wear a costume kind of like, oh, I'm wearing kink because I bought this. Because I'm wearing of- a jock strap and a 10 pound harness for me. Yes. So yeah. they basically want, if you if the effort isn't put in, you're not getting in. And they have all different rules as well. I've never been to torture party, but I do have people who I know who've been to torture party. Yeah, I think some of our friends have been to tor- uh, torture garden. Yeah, called. and said it, that for them, they found it quite a freeing experience of seeing different people and different sexualities and just kind of, they didn't take part or I didn't take part much, I think in a bit of flogging someone. Yeah. Um, but just kind of to see what it was like. And they had somebody there who said harder and, and showed them, you know, well, it's a good, well, maybe Torture Garden might not be the best place to learn, but like there's loads of things on FetLife where you'll be able to find things out. Yeah. Talk to people that you wouldn't otherwise talk to. Maybe you have a kink that you're like, oh, I would like to try that, but don't know enough enough about it. FetLife's a great place to, yeah. to find stuff out. And also those parties, like at that munch party, there was an, yeah. a woman who was 18, and I remember so clearly she was into massive amounts of rubber. She had, it must have cost thousands and thousands of pounds, but she had a boyfriend she had cross-dressing which identified as cross-dressing partner um she herself dressed in different kind of made herself look like a doll and stuff like that okay yeah i don't know what you call that and i was just like you're 18 years old like i was at 18 i fucking didn't know anything but like it's all kind of a learning experience afterwards i was like how the fuck do you have such i know at 18 i barely knew how to have sex properly yeah and she had like four or five different partners and she was telling me about the different things they'd done and i was like gobsmacked i was like wow (laughs) <laughs> that is interesting I think I've never been to one of those I think we should go at some point I, I bet you they're in Glasgow we're going to look oh, up of course Glasgow's a massive city I'm sure there'll be something we can find I yeah. think we should look up and like go to it and then we can talk about going to it <laughs> well I, I will give you a laugh at one other part of it so the rope class was on the first floor over the Irish pub uh-huh. and so they told them at the start oh we're just doing um, scenes from Gulliver's Travels and we have to like use rope so the first time they were obviously like oh we're all just like like background people for a theatre and we're all pulling rope and stuff yeah, like yeah, that yeah. and obviously people ordered food so they started bringing food up and seeing people tied up and they were okay with it. Yeah. Um, and so they, because I did ask, I was like, how the fuck did you get this place? And they said, oh, we started off with doing a, a set play. And <laughs> I get that though, because a lot of people do kink shame. Kink shame happens so often. 
Yeah, well, I have to say, so I was tied up at one point with two uh, women who had tied me up and were showing me like what this constriction was like. And my food came in and they were like, um, Gavin. And I was just like, oh, yeah, just put it over there. But while my hands were tied behind my back, I would have just been like, can someone feed me? Yeah, yeah. I was like, no, just leave it over there. But what can you say? I was like belly on the floor with my head up. Here comes going, the aeroplane. Yeah. <laughs> nom, 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 nom. I'd be quite happy. I'm like, I'm getting fed. <laughs> I hate when people kink shame, though. Like, there's no need for it. Yeah, well, it was my first experience being tied up in that kind of way. Mm. And it was weird to have somebody who wasn't in, because everyone else was there, was learning the ropes, yeah, yeah. literally, and or people who knew how to do it and were showing off their amazing skills. And so the guy just coming up with my food was just like a waiter from downstairs in the Irish pub. <laughs> yeah, well, maybe he was like, this is something I could be interested in. Yeah, yeah. So, I'm just going to leave my number. Just just put it, put the pen in my mouth. Let me write down my number. <laughs> but that is it for this week's episode. We came to the end. We hope you enjoyed us talking about kinks and fetishes. Yeah, I like. I enjoyed it. I learned. And we're always interested to know if anyone does have more unusual kinks that they want to share. Yeah. So if you want to hit us up on any of our social medias, they will be in the description. Or you can go to Haggis and Clover at... What's this one? No, Haggis and Clover is the name of the Instagram. No, it's really not. So you can find us, uh, you can email us at cloverandhaggis at gmail.com. For more exclusive content and behind the scene footage and bonus episodes, you can check out patreon.com forward slash cloverandhaggis. All our socials will be in the description, all under Clover and Haggis, not Haggis and Clover. Oh yeah, <laughs> right way right around, that's such a dyslexic thing. It's such a dyslexic <laughs> thing. But we just want to say thank you very much to everyone who's listened. If you do have a, a minute to rate the podcast wherever you're listening and share it with anyone who you think would be interested. Rate it, share it out, spread out the love, people. That's what needs to happen. Oh, <laughs> spread sorry, out yeah. the love. <laughs> spread it out. Spread out the love. Yeah. Listen. I'll get the butter knife, you get the semen. <laughs> okay, and on that note, thank you all very much for listening. I'm going to go get some semen toast, and we will see you all on next week's episode. Take care. Bye. Bye.